Amanda Levy, welcome to Jits and Giggles. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so, I'm here with Amanda Levy. You may know her from her win against Gabby Garcia, or from her two-time trial wins. Can you kind of just give me a background from even when you were a kid? And I was just an athletic kid, like, was a weirdo, did push-ups and, like, <laughs> sit-ups, like, during commercial breaks, like, for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Then he was like, he signed my brother up originally, and then he was like, oh, Amanda would be really good at this, because he saw them doing, like, actual push-ups and stuff. Right. And um, then they signed me up, and I, like, vaguely remember my first class, and, you know, it's so funny, I remember them saying, like, okay, now put your hooks in. But, like, I didn't understand what that meant. I just knew hooks as, like, (laughs) (laughs) so I was, like, so I was, it was, like, a boy, and I was, like, so, like, this? And they were, like, no, 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 your foot. I was, like, oh. (laughs) But, um. That's cute. Yeah, so then uh, my dad, like, threw me in my first competition. My gi was, like, ten times the size of me, and I was so bad. Uh, How old were you? Eleven. Eleven. Eleven, yeah. So, um, I feel like that's a good age to start. Yeah. Um, I feel like sometimes when you start too young, then it just, like, if I think I, if I would have, like, started super junior, I think you would get burned out a little quicker. Like, yeah. I feel like eleven's a good age, because, like, you know right. what you're doing, but, like, you can not, yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. So then from there, you started competing, and then I'm assuming you were kind of a natural to some extent. No, I was terrible. You were terrible. I was so okay. bad. Yeah, like, yeah. actually watching videos, it, like, actually makes me laugh. There was, like, two other girls that were really good at, like, that were on competition scene, too. Right. Um, and they were two years older than me, but I would lose to them a lot. And then eventually, like, it was just, like, one day, like, the tides turned. And, like, you know, like, yeah. it was just, like, so cool to be able to, like go from them beating me all the time, and then one day, like, I was, like, wrecking them. Right. So, it, it, it's, like, a full circle moment. What so. do you think, like, made that transition? Was it just the time you put in? Or? Um, probably just the time. Um, I feel like that's when I really was, like, going literally every single day. Um, I had, like, no other, like, commitments to really anything, and I was just, like, fully committed to, like, jiu-jitsu at that point as right. a kid. So, and a teenager. Um, but... Yeah, it was just cool, like, a full circle moment. Like, right. to finally beat girls that were just, like, always, ki- like, killing you, too. Like, not even, like, oh, you know, you had a good match with them. It was, like, no, they, they just were wrecked me. Yeah. Right. And what age do you think is when that, that change went? Uh, probably when, like, 14, 15. Okay. Um, so, like so three, three, four years ago yeah. is when you started really, like, yep. understanding jujitsu. Exactly, yeah. Okay. And then, obviously, you eventually transitioned into MMA. Was that... Way later, or right after? Um, so, I like, 13-ish, I would say I was probably when Cyborg fought Gina Carano in mm-hmm. Strike Force. Right. And it was, like, the first, like, big women's MMA fight, and my dad, like, my dad was excited for it, so, like, I was extra excited yeah. for it, because it was, like, such a big deal. And, um, so, I remember, like, watching it on my couch, and, like, ever since then, I knew I just wanted to do MMA, like, when I got older, yeah, like, that was always the goal for me. Right. Like, right off, once I saw that, I'm like, yep, I want to do MMA. Right, so jujitsu is kind of how you got into the sport, but at what point did you make the transition to kind of focus on your MMA career, or was it always kind of doing both at the same time? So, I always did striking on and off, um, whereas jujitsu was just always consistent. Okay. Uh, so, like, I would, like, do, like, a year or, like, six months of the year, like, doing, like, striking as well, like, with jiu-jitsu right. but then it would like you know maybe i would just like stop going for whatever reason you know wife or whatever right and um then i would find like a new striking coach and then start going to him um so i was always like hitting pads and stuff like that but like 
probably when I, like, really started dedicating myself was probably around, like, 18, okay. 19. Um, just because that's when you can actually fight. You can't fight till you're 18. I was going to say, yeah. Um, and it was just, like, hard for me to get amateur fights because people would see my jiu-jitsu background, see videos on, like, yeah. YouTube and stuff. Um, so I would get, like, a fight with, like, a promotion. And, like, the next day, they'd be like, oh, now the girl said she's going to fight. They didn't want to do it. Yeah. Like, oh. insane. Like, I yeah. ran, like, there were so many fights I, like, I would get, and then would get canceled. It was absolutely bonkers. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So, I was, I only was able to have, like, was it two amateur fights? And then I did, like, a boxing match and a kickboxing match before. Right. Um, but, yeah, it just, like, sucks. Were your parents, like, super supportive of you wanting to go into MMA? Yeah, my mom, like, was always, like hated that we did it but like she would never like tell us not to do right. not to do right. it you know um and like, she's like she's always so proud yeah exactly <laughs> she didn't, wouldn't even watch my um my last fight um she had to wait till it was like over to make sure you and she i don't even think she watched it <laughs> i think it's just my stepdad and my sister oh, watched it yeah. um but uh in my first pro fight she actually called me like drunk after <laughs> i fought because i guess she watched that one but she got drunk beforehand and she was like i could just tell she was just She's not yeah, on the fan. Yeah. It was so funny. Um, yeah, she's worried about it. Yeah. And then my dad has always been, like, so, so supportive, you know. Right. Um, always there. Yes, exactly. Um, so, definitely, I had a good balance, though, because my mom was always, like, the, oh, my baby, blah, blah, Yeah. And then my dad was gone. always, like, yeah, yeah. So, my dad, I'm losing to a kid that's, like, jacked as hell. Right. And my dad would be behind, like, the, the rest table, like. <laughs> so, you had, like, a, a good little balance. Oh, uh, yeah, for it. sure. Yeah. I was going to ask you, so, like, when I had Yara and Nancy on, they kind of talked about how it was being a woman in the sport, and, like, you started really young as well, before jiu-jitsu has kind of now evolved. Have you ever been involved in anything that was maybe more difficult being a woman, or anything that was a struggle being a woman athlete? Um, so, I was always, like, the only kid and teen, like, in, like, full adult men classes, which is, like, pretty insane. Like, even as, like, an 11-year-old, like, and they were all, like, like, treating me like I was, like, their little sister, so I'm, like... I'm super fortunate that I never had bad experiences with, like, being a female in the sport. Right. Um, like, there was, like, one time where, like, this guy at this one school, he was, like, such a weirdo. He was a black belt, <laughs> and I was a purple belt at the time. Right. And any time I rolled with this guy, and I would try to avoid him because I'm like, I can't stand you. You're fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, so, anytime you'd roll, he'd be like... Is this okay that my hands here? Is this uh, okay that my hands here? Is this yeah. okay that my hands here? Yeah. And I'm like, if it wasn't okay, I wouldn't be a purple belt. Like, right, I wouldn't be right. this How far. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be this far. Yeah. yeah. Um, Do you so, think he was actually trying to be sincerely considerate, or was he trying? No, to be I think weird? he. I think he was trying to be weird because okay. he also. I don't want to say this. Like, <laughs> I think he has Napoleon syndrome. Like, okay, he's like he's short, a short king. Yeah, okay. like short and like. Uh, only had, like, two boys, like, with someone who definitely needed to have a, chi- a child that was a girl. Right. Like... For him to understand. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, like, because, like, uh, honest, honestly, the only, like, a time I ever was, like, really discriminated against was, like, when I tried to join the wrestling team for 
a Catholic school. Okay. And that was just like, they were like, oh, we teach gender differences or something. Like, what else? statement. You. Like, yeah. Their statement would like made them look so bad. I couldn't right. even believe that the Archdiocese of Philadelphia would put out a statement like that. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> just out there, like, yeah. Just throw it out there. Like, very specific. Yeah. Um. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> On such and such street in Philadelphia. Zip code. <laughs> Like so much publicity too. Like yeah. I was on the like the front page of the Metro in Philadelphia. Like yeah. to the point where like people would like be like, "Yo, is this your daughter?" Like <laughs> right, right. <laughs> pictures. Yeah. Um, I was on the like Action News. That's like awesome. Yeah. So and then there was people like calling the school, and it wasn't the school's fault. Like the wrestling coach was like dead serious. Was like, "I wish you could be on our right. team. Like this has nothing to do with me. Right. Trust me. His hands are tied. Yeah. Okay. And um. Now, in 2023, they actually just got a girls wrestling team. Right. Which is cool. Yeah, and they, like, wanted out. me to, like, apply to be, like, the wrestling coach. You're like, oh. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I just, like, I, there's no way. Like, yeah, that's, like, a full-time busy. job. Like, I can't. There's no way for me to be able to do that. Right. Um, and I'm not, like, the strongest with, like, wrestling anyway. Like, I'm good at wrestling. Right. But I'm, like, I would definitely need, like, my boyfriend who, like, wrestled his whole oh, life yeah. to help me. Yeah. Uh. But other than that, there wasn't anything. But, yeah, nothing, like, just besides that weirdo guy. Oh, good. But it sounds like you had, like, a lot of, like, male figures or male um, teammates that were very supportive of you as you were, like, a young girl. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, so, so nice. And even, like, when I went to tournaments and, like, fought boys, like, because I fought majority boys always. Like, there was only, like, there's two other girls, which the other girl was, like, there was, like, the Daniel Kelly was on the scene and stuff. So, um. But, yeah, like, there was, like, always boys. So, um, I never, they never even really gave me issues either when they had to, like, fight me, which is cool, too. Right. I know it can't be hard. Yeah, I know, and I I know it can't be hard, like, fighting a girl, because, like, you know, they're always like, oh, well, it's a lose-lose, and I'm like, I do understand that. Like, like, it extra sucks. Yeah, like, (laughs) if you you beat a girl, you beat a girl, and then if you beat, if you lose to a girl, you lose to a girl. Like, that whole, like, stereotype thing, so I'm like, yeah, that does suck for that for you that's probably really really awesome uh, it definitely made me like a thousand times better grappler yeah. because boys just roll different yeah. they are like way more aggressive they're stronger so then like i had to figure out ways to be able to you know hit my moves because they're so much stronger than me or so much right. more aggressive um uh, so it's definitely a good experience for that were when were there other women for you to start rolling with like at what point did women start joining in um so i would actually do the women's division the first time I did the women's division, I was 13 years old. 13. So up yes. until then. Yeah. So, no. yeah. And then I would just sign up for the women's division and, like, just go against them. Um, so, in hindsight, I would do, like, Naga and do, um, like, the kids' division. Mm-hmm. And then um, I would do the teens' division. Then uh, my dad would sign me up for the women's division. This mm-hmm. is all gi no gi gi no gi gi no gi. Then he would put me up in the weight class above me. Yeah. Not play. <laughs> no, I would do like nine, ten divisions in like a day to the point where I would just get up from one mat and, and they'd be calling my name at like three other mats and just walk to the next one. Okay. No break in between. Right. Next one. Next one. I could lose, win, whatever it right. was. Like I'm just going right to, the next, to get next right. one. You can't even process what just happened. No. Nope. Yep. And um, and that was also like such a cool, like looking back to you, I'm like, that's such a savage. That's so sad. Yeah. I was a freaking savage. You were. Was your dad coaching you? Um, so he would never really yell stuff. Um, he would just really give me like the time. Okay. Um, 
And then, like, every once in a while, like, depending, because I've been at a few different schools, like, sometimes I would have a coach there, but for the majority of the time, I never had a coach in my corner. Gotcha. It was looking at my dad videotaping, and I watched all the home videos recently, yeah. and I'm just, like, watching my dad's video and, like, semi-coach me. He was, like, maybe throwing something there, like, here and there, but, like, he was always, like, nervous. He would tell me some, to do something wrong, so he would just really give me the time. Does he have any type of a background? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, your dad just knew from being at your practices... Yeah. Certain buzzwords, basically. Yeah. But he yeah. didn't, like, actually know what he was saying. No. So it was all on you. Like, you're uh, out yeah. there alone, majority, win or lose, you're coaching your, yourself yeah. at 11, 12, 13 years old. Yep. Yeah. Like, basically, yeah, just independent going out there. Yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy you had that discipline at all. You could. I'm surprised you weren't just like, forget this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I'm, like, lucky that I'm just, like, a competitive person all around. Right. So, like, it's fun to win. Exactly. So, like, that was just, like, right up my alley. Yeah. Um, and That's awesome. Yeah, so I've had, I've always had good experiences, especially being in such a male-dominant sport, so I'm very, very grateful for that. So were you basically competing to have women to roll with, essentially? Like, is that the only time you were able to find women at that point? Um, so I never even, like, really thought to sought out women at okay. that point. Like, there was, like, I remember at the one school, like, there was this girl, um, this woman, she would, like, she was, like, around my weight, mm-hmm. uh, and she was probably, like, 10 years older than me, and she was, like, you know, athletic, so she would always give me good rounds. Right. Um, and uh, just in hindsight, I know this girl, this woman wanted to tap me out so bad, dude, and she never got the chance. And I remember the one time she was close to it, and I was refusing to tap because we had like semi, like, you know, when you like uh, have like, like, Almost like that little bit of an ego where you're just like, yeah, I'm all in this person. Yeah, like, like you're either yeah, yeah, and we always had wars. Yeah, so like it would make it extra. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not. No, right. So I like right. fought out of it. I would be, She wanted to tap me so bad, and I'm like, I was 15. She was probably like 25. <laughs> <laughs> Yara, oh. help me, might be behind the camera. <laughs> <laughs> No, do you keep in contact with this woman? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. I think she. Do you know how she's doing? No, she went jujitsu. She left that day. She's like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I've had enough. What was she going for? Do you even remember? I was like a straight up goal. <clears throat> so she's just like, dude, she was going, yanking it, and you're yeah. just well, you're also super flexible that age too. Yeah. So your friend was chilling. Yeah, yeah. Damn, you're in the clothes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So now. You do this for a bunch of years. You said you were taking some MMA fights, but you couldn't get many because the other girls would see your grappling background. When was the transition to now getting into the PFL or working towards getting into the PFL? Um, so after my one amateur one, I was like trying to find another. And it was like, and it was annoying because, you know, commissions won't let you go pro. Right. Um, because you need like so many, um, you need so much experience. Before you can. Yes, so, um, I even, like, the PA commissioner, like, I tried to get him to get me to go pro, and he wouldn't let me, and I'm like, I have hundreds of jiu-jitsu matches. Right. I have a boxing match, a kickboxing match, like, one MMA fight, I'm like, like just let me go pro, because right. I'm not going to find anyone at amateur, like, right. this is just, so it would be, like, years in between these MMA fights, too, like, I think my first one was 2017, my second one was 2019. Okay. So, like, it was just, like, brutal. I did, like, a kickboxing match in between there. And I, in hindsight, I kind of wish I did more boxing and kickboxing matches. To kind of show to, your... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, like, always just competed in jiu-jitsu. Uh, and then, uh, 
there was a point where I was just like, all right, I'm going to go pro. So I like reached out to Bellator and I first, they like were like, absolutely, like, we'd love to have you. So they would do it in, on like a uh, native reserve. Right. Um, so there was like no commission there, but like, I mean, like, they have like a commission, but like, it's like way more lenient. Right. Um, so they were letting me go pro there. So I was supposed to fight for that, got medicals done, and they, when I got like an MRI of my brain, which is one of the required ones, right. they were like, oh, we found like um, this Chiari malformation, which my sister had previously. Oh, wow. So okay. it's basically like a spinal fluid doesn't reach your brain fast enough. Right. And, um, and my sister had like a whole brain surgery operation, like to the oh, point where they went into yeah. her, her brain and they like said to my, my parents, they're like, we don't know how she wasn't paralyzed wow. with how bad hers is. Um, so then my parents are freaking out thinking that I have like the yeah. same thing similar and they told them it wasn't genetic. Okay. So, so it's just like coincidence. It's a coincidence, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Okay. Um, and by the time I could get in for like more follow-ups, I would, it would be past the fight. So I had to cancel that. Okay. So I'm like distraught because I'm like, I've been waiting for this for so long. Yeah. Can't do it. And I literally remember going to Yara's house and picking up, like, cake pops and stuff. And I just, like, sabotaged my whole entire weight cut. I was, like, so oh, lean and stuff. And I'm, like, yeah. so upset. I'm, like, eating, <laughs> eating her cake pops. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, stuffing her face. Yes. Um, and then, basically, they were, like, saying to me, like, oh, Yo, you're not going to be able to fight. Like, you're not, you're not going to be fight, able to fight again. Right? right. So I'm, like, getting, like, so worked up. Of course. For months. Like, go through, like, this, like, depression phase. Um, like start looking at other options because I'm like, oh, well, like this was my whole identity and I'm losing my identity. So like, I need to figure my life out. Right. Um, and then I got the clear for it. So then they got more tests, got followed okay. up. They're like, oh no, you're fine. Like you'll be able to go back, okay. go back to training. I called Bellator. They like want nothing to do with me now because I'm probably like a risk to them. Right. So they want to give me a fight. Um, my one coach, he put in to like this, uh, management team. Right. It was like, hey, if you know anyone that's looking for, like, a 145 female, like, we're trying to get her to go pro. Right. So, they're like, oh, what about 155? Like, the PFL is 155. So, we're like, yep, absolutely. So, um, I get my first fight with the PFL in 2021, and I win that. Um, and that was just, like, such a cool experience because, again, like, when you see, like, a jiu-jitsu promotion, yeah. like, experience, and then you go to, like, something where it's, like, a huge, like, like actual like organization that's right. like televised on ESPN plus like the whole like shebang right um it was just like so awesome being there so we were out there for like a week uh that was against um I forget her name actually okay <laughs> 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 um but she was like more of a boxer so okay. Um, she ended up like knocking me down in the first round, and then okay, I, I know, I, yeah, and then I recovered, took yep. her down, and then really choked her. Yep. Um, and then I was supposed to be in like their next season, and then broke my leg against Kendall Rusey. Mm -hmm. So then again, going through all the crisis, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I ended up getting to that Challenger series, which was last year around this time. And, um, I won that fight against, like, this girl from Mongolia, mm -hmm. um, which, again, super cool experience, and, um, it was at, like, Universal, too, so, like, oh, that's cool. yeah, so, like, it was, they had to bring people through this, like, special entrance, right. and, like, the whole arena was so neat. That's cool. Yeah. And then, um, 
recently, and then I found out that I can't fight again, so then I had to go through another depression. <laughs> oh my god, I'm a kickball. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so, Where yeah. Where did the fight with Gabby Garcia fall? Um, and right after my first pro fight. Okay. Um, so yeah. Before you got test done. Um, yeah, so this was literally in between... So I had my first MMA fight, had the Gabby match, a year passed before I fought again. I did want to get into Gabby, so... How did that matchup happen? And I also want to know, like, how you train to get ready and prepare for that. Uh, so I was already in, like, great shape from my fight. And yeah. then I knew, like, the time out that I was, like, there, there was, like, a good amount of time. Which is actually pretty crazy because I didn't really even, like, be – I wasn't training jujitsu specific leading up to that. Yeah. Even though I knew it was, like, a big tournament. So it was, he was number one. But it was, like, all these, like – brackets of like monsters like right. superstars for jiu-jitsu essentially right um so my division was 145 plus um and so i had like kendall roosting in my division anna carolina um uh elizabeth clay gabby right. um so it was like all these like studs yeah so um yeah so i was just like okay i guess i'm just gonna do it like yeah. whatever it's gonna be like fun and uh it was in Austin, Texas, so we flew down there. Again, like, not that we had to make weight, but um, Gabby just conveniently doesn't show up, and we all have to, like, they want yeah. us all to step on the scale to see how much we just weigh. Just to know, yeah. Yeah. And um, she just strolls in all late. And, like, it's funny to me because people, like, think she's a good person. Like, people will be like, oh, I feel so bad for her, though, and stuff. Yeah. And, like, I get feeling bad for her for, like, you know, social media aspects and stuff. Like, people are mean to her and stuff. But she's not a nice person. Like, any encounter I've ever had with her, she's just not a nice person. Right. After I beat her, the Instagram messages I received from people from her school telling me how mean she is. Really? Was insane. Like, I couldn't even believe it. And I wanted to, like, almost, like, just put them on blast. Right, I wanted to just right. Them, I wanted to post them. Right. Um, but, yeah. So, anyway, then we're at, like, the press conference. And I'm, like, so mad that she didn't weigh in because I'm, like, I knew I was going to have to fight her first. Right. So, that was one. Um, cause I was going to be seated eighth. So they didn't have like the full out bracket yet, but I'm like, she's going to be seated first. I'm going to be seated eighth. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to fight her first. Right. So we get to the press conference. We're all on like this long table and then they're like, they pull the bracket up in front of you. And I'm like, yeah, no shocker there. Uh, and then they like ask Gabby, like what she, how she feels about, you know, having me first. And she didn't, I don't even remember what she said. And it was like nothing crazy. Yeah. And then, um, I was just, like, still hot-headed, and uh, they were like, you know, how do you feel being, you know, matched up with Gabby your first match? And I was like, something along the lines of, like, I just don't understand why she didn't weigh in. Like, we yeah. all had to weigh in. Why didn't she weigh in? Right. And then, like, all the girls were just like, yeah. Like, I had, Anna Carolina already doesn't like her. I knew that for a fact. Right. And then, like, all the other girls were like, yeah, why didn't she get the weigh-in? But then Gabby, like, came back and was like, it wasn't in my contract. Don't be a, calls me the P word. Uh. Um. Like, stupid stuff. And I was just like, whatever. I'm like, I just don't understand why you didn't weigh in. We right. all weigh in. And um, then they, like, were semi-making this, like, documentary on the side, too, you know? So they, like, yeah. take her off camera, like, video her. And, like, she when we watch the documentary, like, she's talking, like, all this crap about me. Um, then she's, like, c commenting on stuff on, like, Instagram. And it's so funny because I'm usually not a controversial person at all. Right. To the point where, like... My sister was, like, on Instagram, like, <laughs> like that day, and, like, was, like, 
seeing all this stuff about me, like calling out Gabby about not right. playing, making weight. And she's like, Mom, I think Amanda's like actually starting some like crap on like <laughs> like at this press conference. Right. And mom's like, are Amanda? I mean are Amanda starting right. stuff. Um It was like out of character. Yeah. And uh then, you know, that night me, Jay Rogobuto, and my boyfriend, we go to B team and we're just like on the mats, like going over like a game plan, right? right. Of like how we're gonna go over and like beat Gabby. Right. And then I show up the next day and I like wake up, I'm like oh shit <laughs> like <laughs> oh my gosh and my boyfriend's like it's fine yeah you're, gonna, you're literally gonna do great like stop yeah. you're you can beat her like stop yeah and um then i'm like warming up there and i it's funny because like i remember feeling nervous but like there was almost like like this like good feeling with it too and my then my dad literally texted me like five minutes before I was like putting my phone away to like yeah. get ready to go out. My dad's like, "You're gonna shock the world." I remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah, and and, um, it, and it aged well. Yeah, it mm-hmm. aged very well. So then, like, I go out there and I like uh, it was like it, in September. So I walked out to September by right. wind and fire. Yeah. So I'm like grooving, like walking out there. I'm like all happy, like, and uh, then she comes out and. The match starts, and you could tell, like, the crowd is so on my side, like, even before anything big happened. Right. So, that was pretty cool, too, like, just yeah. being able to, like, feel that, the energy of, of the crowd. Mm-hmm. And um, then it, like, started, like, I started, like, dominating, basically. Right. And the crowd, I wish, like, my, I wish my parents were there because they the deafening of the crowd was so wild. Right. I'm like, I will never experience anything like that again. Like even like the, the PFL and stuff like that, like still doesn't even come close to what that was like in that like small arena, but like it's small arena, but there was a good amount of people there. Right. And, um, that was when you walked out. Um, no, like just like during the match. Yeah. Like anytime I I would like get like a slight advantage, like they were, they were just going crazy. Yeah. Um, and then like towards the end when I can know I won and I saw that there was like eight seconds left and I was on her back and I started throwing my hands up. That was just like so insane. Like I still get chills thinking about it. And, uh, you know, I had people literally like the amount of messages I got of people telling me that they were crying (laughs) watching it. It was so insane too. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Everybody was definitely on your side. Um, so that was really neat. Um, and then when I walked into the back, because all the competitors, there was one TV, and there was, like, all these competitors, like, watching the match. Right. And I had, like, Anna Carolina, like, drop down on one knee, grab my hand, and was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you for beating her. <laughs> That's Did you have, like, a specific game plan going out there? Oh, yeah. So that was, like, the other thing, too, which is so insane, because everything we did the night before, I did in the match. Oh, okay. It was literally almost like I did, we wrote a script right. out. And then just played the script out. Like, she just did every single thing we thought she was going to do. That's amazing. And it's still mind-blowing to me. I'm like... It's almost like we, like, manifested it. Right. Because, like, it was, we, that, it like, was specific. so specific. That's crazy. Yeah. So, what was part of the game plan? Like, what? um, So, like, throwing her head, like, her feet over her head. Yeah. Like, that knowing, was already, like... Yeah, that was... Because okay. we knew she was so big that yeah. there was just not a shot that she was going to be able to do anything <laughs> with that. Yeah. Like, roll back and, and expose her back. And right. That, obviously, like, I'm already good at the back, but that's, like, my game plan all the yeah. time. But, like, for her, it was, like, specifically, like, we have to get to her back. Gotcha. It was so crazy. You were going to stand with her? Um, yeah. So, I wasn't going to, like, concede. Right. Really. Um, we were trying to just tie her out on her feet. Um, I was doing a really good job of just, like, constantly cutting angles, mm-hmm. which also 
was great because like you're when you're fighting MMA, you're cutting you're angles. Used to, uh, yeah. yeah, so I was like extra used to that, yeah. and I knew she was getting tired on her feet, which. I was getting tired on my feet. Like, yeah. I remember Jay in the corner going, you're five minutes in, kid. And I just was like, I'm only five minutes right. in. I still have ten minutes more right. of this. Like, what? And I was, we, were not, we weren't even on the ground right. yet at that point. But you were in great shape. Do you think that some of that came from stress? Just like I think so. Like, yeah. Definitely like an adrenaline rush. Because yeah. watching back, I blacked out some of it. Right. So the next day, when me and Grant were in the hotel room just watching it, I'm like, I did that? You're like, oh my god, I'm amazing. <laughs> yes. No, that's that's true, though. Like, I think, like, the adrenaline gets to your head, and you're just like, yeah. I did that this weekend at Grappling Industries, yeah. you know, which is, like, my new compared to that. I'm, like, talking to Yara, and, and I'm like, I don't even remember doing that. Yeah. Or I'm like, oh, I did this, and I watched it. I'm like, I did not do that. Yeah. I did not do yeah. that. It's so, so, yeah, crazy. you just kind of blank out yeah it's like that fight or flight mode i guess and then you just you're just like really in the moment you're just doing it yeah yeah so what did you do afterwards when you won did you go out and celebrate that night um so yeah no so we went back to the hotel room i still had another match Mm -hmm, against Rafaela, who she played second at adcc worlds last time Mm -hmm. and um i fought her before so that was our second time fighting i beat her the first time um with a decision Right. And I knew she was going to be a hard match, but like mentally in my head, I just won the whole thing already right. because I beat guys. <laughs> right, right. You're like, fit me harder yeah. than that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so like, yeah, so I was just like checked out mentally yeah. to the point where when we got back to the hotel room, I showered, I was laying down and my body felt so terrible yeah. after fighting Gabby because I, I, my body had to be so depleted. I felt like pure crap I'm laying there. I'm like, Christian, I'm like, I don't want to go back. Right. Like, I do not want to fight feeling like this. And he's right. like, we'll just go back. We'll get you, like, warmed up. Like, you might start to feel better when you warm up. So we get there, and I'm, like, not into it. I'm like, it was, like, cool because when I walked out against, like, Rafaela, the crowd was, like, super extra still. Like, they were just, like, so happy that right. I beat, like, Gabby that they were just so into it. And then we had, like, we had a match. I think she won by she, – yeah, she won by decision – um, it was like nothing like super eventful that right. happened during the match. It was actually kind of boring. Um, and again, I wasn't even, I, I didn't even care because again, yeah. I was on such a high level from beating Gabby. Like, yeah. Yeah. Didn't matter. So, um, I did, what did I do? We went to dinner after that. Then, um, we like met up with like a couple of people at the hotel, like at mm-hmm. the bar and I didn't even do anything crazy cause we still had wrestlebacks the next day. So right. like you could, uh, basically get third place which is still like seven thousand dollars which is so crazy right like um so the next day i wake up and again feeling like crap i'm like limping um and i was like i'm not doing this if gabby's still in this because there was a chance that i would have had to fight her again the next day right and jay is like calling me he's like dude they have not heard from gabby like i don't think she's coming back so i'm like okay cool like i'll i'll grapple then i still feel like crap but i'll grapple right um, and then I ended up losing to Aaron Sharp. Again, nothing like eventful decision. Um, and again, still didn't give a crap. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, still yeah. didn't give a crap. Um, and then later that night, it was so crazy. Everyone was out front of the hotel. Like all these different teams. B team, New Wave, right. Planet, everything. And they're all like smoking. So then it's like one in the morning they everyone's inside now it's just me jay and christian right we're just standing out there and we're still like holy crap like i can't believe we did <laughs> yeah, it like i can't believe you yeah yeah 
And next thing you know, Gabby just comes flying by us on an electric scooter. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And it looks like a circus because she's so big and the scooter's like small. Not even that the scooter's small, it's just she's so big. Right, right. Right. So and she's like followed by her like two little groupies coaches, I guess. I don't know. And she's just zipping up and down the street <laughs> boom yeah. boom and like she knows i'm there yeah so she, she's constantly going up and down the street and right. it's like being annoying like yelling like whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, okay <laughs> yeah i'm like you're like 34 years old like, grow <laughs> up yeah <laughs> um and her last Very pass weird. by i hear her speak portuguese and being around like uh like at schools where the instructor is like Brazilian yeah. and, speaks, and i like yeah, like, not that I'm, like, proficient by any means, but I just knew, like, certain words. And I'm, like, I'm pretty sure she just called me a bitch in Portuguese. <laughs> and uh, they're, like, nah. I'm, like, yeah. So I look it up. I Google it. And it's, like, uh, a way to say bitch in Portuguese, the vulgar way to say oh, The most vulgar way to nice. say it. I'm, like, nice. <laughs> nice. I'm, like, that was Love just that. an experience in itself. Yeah. We're all, like, standing there. We're, like, all right, which one of you guys is going to punch her? Because I just fought her. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like, I'm going to be you guys. Exhausted. Yeah. Um, so that was just, like, actually funny, too. She didn't realize that she made my day with that, that one. That sounds, like, made up that she's just yeah. zooming by on a scooter. As we're talking about her, too, which was just, like, we're all just silent after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine you guys just, like, congregating and Gavin yeah. just, like, zoom. Yeah. <laughs> that is really weird. So you work with Mindset Mike, right? Yep. Did you work with him prior to any of those fights you mentioned? Yeah, so I just started working with him before, before Gabby. Before Gabby. So before my pro debut, yeah. which was August, I started with him. Like, And it was maybe like five days I was working with him before my pro fight. Okay. Um, just because uh, it was like a last minute thing. So ever since I did 2019 Worlds, um, I did compete so bad in that. To the point where, like, I was in shock afterwards. Like, I was like, "Hell!" I'm like, did I even show up? Like, I'm like, I didn't feel like myself. Like that whole right. morning, I didn't feel right. Like, it was just not a good competition for me. Right. My match was crap, and I was so distraught over how I felt. And I just like couldn't compete the same way after I like lost there. Right. And um, you know, Christian and Jay were like, "There's this mindset guy. You should check him out. You should yeah. reach out to him." Um, and I'm like, no, I don't need that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, it's like not for me. And they're like, please, please just do it. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'll talk to him. So I talked to him once. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. He's like, you really have to buy into this. Like mentally you have to buy into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm in. So like fight week, I worked with him every night. Like I talked to him every night. Um, and he gave me like basic, basic principles to follow. So like I did that. My MMA fight felt like I felt the best I ever competed, like mentally. That's awesome. Um, and then I just continued it throughout with Gabby, um, and again just competed awesome. So uh, yeah. it definitely works. And I was like telling someone this like last night um, at Freedom about like yeah. how much of competition is just mental because yeah. you have to get over like this like whole like adrenaline rush. Um, yeah. You're, you get, like, nervous, you're doubts, um, you just feel every emotional Absolutely, yeah. aspect in one day. It's so crazy. Um, that's why I, I want people to compete, because I want people to see what it feels like. Yeah. Because you're just on an emotional roller coaster. Absolutely. You're just, like, so nervous, excited, anticipation is going crazy, adrenaline dump, right. you might lose, so then you just go down to this deep, dark place. Yeah. Maybe your next match you win, then you're on, like, this extreme high. Right. Um, 
That's so it's always cool. the people who don't compete that have the most to say too. Yeah, like, right. Always the most critical, <laughs> and you're like, "Have you tried it?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you remember anything that really sticks out that really helped you that he told you? Um, my favorite is probably like win every 15 seconds. So okay. like when you're in the match, like you know, as you're going throughout the match, be like, "Okay, I lost that last 15 seconds, but I'm gonna win the next 15 seconds." Right. Um, and then another thing uh, is fight to win, not fight to lose. To not fight to not lose okay. so there's a difference right gotcha. like yeah. when you fight to win you're like going after like yeah. the moves that you want you're being offensive right. um you're, you're willing to take risks right whereas yeah if you're fighting not to lose you're maybe holding back you're like being extra cautious right. you're just you're not willing to make risks yeah and stuff like that yeah, um, so that speak. was a big game changer for me too that's awesome do you still work with him uh, no, I don't. Um, but I still like keep in contact with him and talk to him or whatever. And he just started his own company actually. So, um, yeah, so he, uh, he's doing well. That's awesome. That's good to hear. Do you feel like, um, with trials coming up, the fact that you won East coast trials and you may or may not go to worlds, do you think that would be a time that you need to like kind of reconsider looking, working with him or even just revisiting some of the things he taught you? Um, definitely revisiting things that he taught me. I might, uh, like would consider probably going back to him. Yeah. Um, just because again, it's just like such a monumental thing. Um, and it's not like you're going to, like, there's no guarantee I'd be back there anyway. So like, I would want to make the most of it. So right. for sure, I would probably, you know, maybe hit him up. Right. So on a smaller scale, like maybe a white belt or a blue belt is trying to go to like a local Naga or grappling industries. It doesn't have to be something he taught you, but is there any advice you could give for somebody who's just the nerves are getting to them? And they don't know how to like, I guess, handle the anxiety of competing? Um, I'd probably say to, you have to, cause there's a way you have to embrace those nerves, but you also have to like put them to, to the side for your, your fight. Right? right. So like your nerves are, are normal. So what I would say is tell yourself that your nerves are excitement okay. and just, you have to talk again you, when you're anything you're doing mindset wise, you have to buy into it. Yep. Like, it might sound stupid, which I thought was like, this sounds so stupid. But you have to just buy into it. So, you know, if you're nervous, don't even use, don't even say nervous. Be like, I'm excited. I'm excited. Because you get the same reactions of when you're excited and when you're nervous. Right. You're like, your belly has like those butterflies, you know. Mm -hmm. You get like this like crazy anticipation feeling of like right. wanting to just go after it or go, get it over with. Right. And, um so I would definitely say trick yourself into thinking that you're more excited than you are. Nervous. Right. Actually, I remember you mentioning when I saw you at East Coast Trials, you mentioned me something about like when you were coming out for your final match, you were feeling a little bit of anxiety or a little nervous. And then you kind of switched your mindset and you were saying something to yourself like, this is fun. Yeah. Like this yeah. is fun. And also you're like, they should be nervous. Like I am the best. Like yeah. why am I nervous? Yeah. Like of course I'm here. I thought that was interesting that you're just like, you speak so highly of yourself to yourself. And I'm sure that makes like a world of difference. Yeah, for sure. I try. Yeah. It, like to falter sometimes. Cause yeah. I, that's usually not like, I'm usually not the person to be like, damn right. Of you. you know what I mean? Right, like, right. Like, there's people that like, just like, can I admire them? <laughs> for being, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> but yeah. like for just being so confident in yourself and so assured of yourself. Yep. Which I was never, that was always one of my biggest issues is my confidence. Like, I still don't think that I'm the level that I'm, I'm, like, I 
don't think I should be competing with the best still, even though technically I'm still up there. Like I'm yeah. still ranked in the in the the grappling flow grappling rankings. Absolutely, but like yeah. to me, I'm like I don't even know why I'm there. <laughs> why am Self-doubt. I there? Yeah. So so I have I have to like really really buy into it and convince myself to do it. And then that's another thing too. Like the last time. Because, again, I'm always a competitive person, but when I did East Coast Trials, I'm like, I'm just doing this for fun because I felt really good training the last couple of weeks. I'm doing this for fun. Yep. So, like, before my finals match, I'm like, this is fun. This is fun. <laughs> I'm having right? a great time. <laughs> We're having fun. <laughs> You're the kid that's like, yeah, like, I haven't, like, really studied that hard. I'm probably going to fail it. <laughs> yeah. And then you get 100%. You take, you literally won trials because on a whim. Also, you mentioned something about a stance, a power stance you have. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So anytime I'm, before I'm competing, because I will, I'll look at their posture, which I never started doing this until I competed in um, MMA. Mm -hmm. And um, my one corner, James Lyons, who was my coach, he, we analyzed our weigh-in pictures and he was like, look how she's standing this, look how she's doing this. And I'm like, holy crap. Like I never thought of doing this. Like right. it is so insane. And he's like someone who's like a thousand percent into everything he yeah. does. Um, so especially like MMA, like he, he's such a great coach. Right. But anyway, so he uh, was just like describing her stance in this picture and saying, you know, she's confident by the way she's doing this. And like, squeezing her right hand so she's just gonna be throwing right hands at you the whole entire time that's and that's what she ended up doing was, really just, saying, yeah. was throwing these like bombs with her right hand right and he was so spot on so then i started analyzing when i would grapple like when i would stand at the table and i would look at the other person and i would be like oh man like they're broken already yeah they're mentally broken already and they haven't even competed yet right so then <clears throat> i was like all right, well, I want my posture to be great. So I always feel so, I always feel so confident in myself when I stand straight up and put my hands on my hips. Mm-hmm. Like I just, like almost like a superhero, right? right. Like you ever see the, those comic books and like right. it's a superhero stance? Um, so that's what I started doing. And I feel like it just makes me feel like so much more confident in myself. And, and it psychs the other person out because they're like, Holy Look how crap. confident she Look is. Look how, yes. She's not nervous at all. Yes. Like, you yeah. notice someone when they walk into the room, right? When they're, like, their chest is up and right. they're, like, so assured of themselves. And you're, like, damn, I wish I was that person. Like, that Absolutely. self-confidence. Um, so that's what I started just doing for grappling. Because I'm, like, you know, it makes me feel good standing like that. So I'm just going to stand like that. And, you know, because I know yeah. the other person's broken. You just right. tell by their posture. And you have the mindset thing going. So you're telling yourself and you're also looking the part, you know, and then. Maybe your opponent's getting a little bit intimidated because you look so damn confident. Yeah. You know? Yep. That's interesting. And that's a good takeaway because, you know, it's easy to go out there and look exactly how you feel. You have yep. to almost trick not only your opponent, but yourself. Exactly. You know? What's next for you? What is like on your list of accomplishments? Um, so I don't have anything planned yet. Um, I think I'm going to hold out for West Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. And then. If I get invited to Worlds, that would be great because, again, I just want to, like, I just want to go and do Worlds again and just with everything that I've accumulated over the last couple of years of, like, the from the last time I was there. Um, and then plus it's, like, just a whole production now in itself. And last time they had these jumpsuits that <laughs> <laughs> that had their United States on it and then had their names on it. So I really want yeah. a matching jumps like sweatsuit. Got it. Got it. So um, that's that's the real reason. That's <laughs> number one. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, so uh, I just think it would be cool to get out there again and um, 
you know, be able to try to showcase my skills with gotcha. the rest of those girls. And so MMA for now is... Yeah, so I can't do MMA anymore um, because they found an aneurysm on an artery in my brain. Yeah. Um, so I got, like, a couple different opinions on that, and they all said the same thing, so... Focused on grappling for Yeah, now. Yeah, just grappling. Gotcha. All right, so... I heard you're you're good at puns and jokes and things like that. Do you have any? <laughs> I won't pull up the Snapchats. Don't worry. I kind of want to. Um, you have any good puns or any good dad jokes you can think of at the top um, of your head? Okay, wait. <laughs> Why did the what What did the duck say when he broke the glass? What? There's a quack in it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Any other ones on top of your head? Um, I know Yara got a whole thing. Yeah, you know what? Yara's <laughs> been picking up my slag. Um, I haven't done them in a while. I have to start getting back to it. Yeah, it's been a while. Every time I'm on Facebook and I go to tag her, I'm like, oh, she she's the one that posted it. Posted it, it yeah. There's nothing like a good pun, though. Nothing for like sure. a good pun. Um, okay, so just a couple like this or that to end in on like a fun, a fun note just for jits and giggles. <laughs> Um, and I know the answer to most of these, but I want you to elaborate. So wrestling or pulling guard? Wrestling. Okay. Why? Um, I just feel like, again, when it's like a mental thing, like if you're already taking someone down there, they should already feel like they're behind because they're like, damn, I'm already losing. Right. Um, and I think wrestling is just so much fun in general too. Yeah. Uh, it's just a different aspect of jujitsu, but like, and, and I think a lot of people in jujitsu don't realize that that is part of jujitsu and they don't focus on it. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And again, I just think wrestling's cool. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, take them down, break their confidence. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Better watch out, Europe. Um, <laughs> morning train or night training? Morning training. Why? Uh, just because I feel like it's the best way to start your day. Because then once you like get morning training out of the way, like you've already been like submitted or you've like just <laughs> had your whole like. <laughs> Like confidence broken, but still, I'm like, oh, I can only go from here. <laughs> that is one way to look at things. You're like, get get beat up, get choked out, and then it's like know. a release too. Yeah. And then you're like, you're sitting in traffic, you're like, oh, you know what? Yeah, it's not that bad. Traffic's not a big deal. I was blacked out for 20 minutes. It's fine. Um, spats or shorts? Um, I so I used to be a strictly leggings yep. always only. Yep. Now all I wear is shorts. And why the change? Um. I'm not even sure. I just feel way more comfortable. Quad games just improve. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just feel more comfortable. I feel like, especially with leg locks, there, there's not as much like uh, friction. So if you're getting leg locked, you can get out of okay. it a little yeah, bit better. Um, but yeah, I'm like obsessed with like wearing shorts now. I don't know. Even in the winter? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm not even going to ask you because I already know you're not a rash guard girl you're a t-shirt girl how did that come about have you just never i've always liked t-shirts and i've always trained in t-shirts but i would when i was younger i would wear rash guards more often um and then there was like this point where i like went through like this like fat phase and i was just like you know what <laughs> i'm only wearing t-shirts <laughs> and then now i only wear rash guards if i'm cutting weight because I'm like, oh, man, I'm like, I'm like, damn, damn, I look good. (laughs) Yeah, because you won all of trials in, like, a cotton t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. And actually, so recently, it hasn't been a confidence thing for me. It's more of just, I really enjoy t-shirts. Yeah, 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 always. Yeah. Um, And now that I've got such a good positive reaction from people, like, 
do that is such a savage move. Yeah, it's kind of badass. Yeah, (laughs) you just wore a t-shirt and shorts, and you won trials. Um, So I'm like, if I do ADCC, I'm going to probably wear a t-shirt. And they don't have an issue with that, right? As long as it's, like, forward-fitting? Yeah, Yeah, because I remember your shorts weren't even, like, jujitsu shorts. They were Reebok. Yeah. It looked like, like, it looked like... Yeah. (laughs) You just strolled in, like, how are you going to get fucked up? Okay. Yeah. And how was, like, one more thing going back to... um, trials like how was that for you like what difficulty level how would you uh rate that uh dude <laughs> <laughs> i don't even want to sound like such like a well, let's arrogance. Up one attempt. <laughs> i don't want to sound arrogant but i was like not expecting it to feel yeah like that dominant i wasn't expecting to feel that dominant yes yes that's a good way to put it yeah yeah but i mean Jokes aside, it's not like the competition wasn't stacked. You're just that good. That's the truth. Thanks. I know you don't want to say it, but that is <laughs> that is true. It's not like, oh my god, you had shitty competitors. You were really just that good that it made it look easy. Thanks. That's the truth. Thank you. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't want you to rear naked shit. I gotta be nice to her. Um, well, that's really all I had. Any any last minute things you wanted to chat about? Um, Yara still sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yara, help me. Um, <laughs> yep. Now, uh, no, thank you for having me. This was really fun. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for thanks for coming. Yeah. All right, guys.